0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Anne Huntington Sharma, and you are the president and board member with Huntington Learning Center. You're found on the web at Huntingtonhelps.com, and uh, Huntington is a franchise, and also found on the web at Huntingtonfranchise.com. And thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Josh. I'm really happy to be here. Happy New Year to you as well. We're week two into this glorious 2022.
0: Yeah. All right. So give me an overview, Anne, of what Huntington Learning Center is and and you and, and the kind of the, the birth, the genesis of that, like how it came to be.
1: Absolutely. So Huntington Learning Center is the nation's leading K-12 through tutoring and test prep provider. We offer basic skills, subject tutoring, and exam preps. Think SAT, ACT help. It was founded 45 years ago, so in 1977, by Dr. Ray and Eileen Huntington, who happened to be my parents as well. So I sometimes joke that I'm center number 17. Uh, So when they weren't opening centers, they also had children. Uh, So what we do is we change lives every single day. Since the 70s, we've been a mission-driven company. And our mission then and now is to give every student the best education possible. And how we do that? We do that through our vision, which is world-class student results and franchisee profitability. So we focus on each and every student who comes through our doors, be it physically through our doors. And of course, during the pandemic, we had to pivot. And now we also have online options, so either in-person or online online we're able to make sure that we can help that student reach their goals, build the skills, the confidence, and motivation to succeed.
0: How long has Huntington been growing through a franchise model?
1: Great question. We started franchising in 1985, so 36. Wow, you've been 30, at it a while. Yeah. Yes, we have about 300 locations in 42 states.
0: Wow, congratulations. Right in your
1: area. We have one in Dr. Phillips. We have a couple in the Orlando market. So. We're, we're in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah. And so is Huntington actively still growing locations then?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of our key pillars for, for where we are today and where we want to go tomorrow. We believe in franchising. We believe in having entrepreneurs go into business for themselves, but not by themselves. That's the slogan of franchising. And we are a great opportunity for someone who wants to not only make a difference in their community but also do well from a financial perspective.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's, let's think about the person that's listening to us right now that, uh, you know, maybe they're at a point in their business where, you know, it, it's starting to run itself. They don't, they're not super active. Maybe, it you know, it takes about 10 hours of their week or something, but pretty much everything is on autopilot and they're looking for their next great opportunity um, because they believe in multiple streams. And so, and uh, is that a kind of a scenario that might make a good franchise owner?
1: Absolutely. So we have some franchise owners who decide they want to be day-to-day and work the full work week. And we have some franchise owners who do not want to to participate day-to-day. They want to be the owners of their business. We have some franchise owners who own franchises in other industries as well. Uh, So we're a really great opportunity for an individual who wants to go into business for themselves, wants to make a difference, wants to follow a system because that's key within franchising. It's not Mm -hmm. reinventing the wheel. And really a a person who who sees an opportunity to make a difference financially and then also uh, through student results.
0: Yeah. How has the learning center industry been impacted over the past couple of years?
1: Oh, tremendously! So, in terms of tutoring, the actual industry has grown exponentially.
0: I I believe it. I believe uh, it because there's yes. unfortunately. I just look at the impact of my own kids in school, and you know, I I, I feel bad. You know, for teachers, I feel bad mm-hmm. for the students because it just it's, you know, such a tr- dramatic impact. And, you know, I asked my son, like he just had another, because of the, you know, were recording this when, you know, Omicron has kind of been at its, at its peak, especially we're here in Florida, which really bad. Right. Um, but right. yeah, he's like, you know, got a week off another week off school. And he's like, I'm like looking, I'm like, don't you have any homework? He's like, no, there's just not right. a lot. And it's tough. It's a tough situation. So it's I worry about ap- the quality of his, his education.
1: Exactly. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, Teachers and schools, everyone's trying to do the best they can. And at Huntington, we partner with the schools. We partner with professionals because we want that individual student to succeed. That said, with COVID, the amount of learning loss is a tremendous, tremendous crisis we have on hand. And the amount of loss uh, across the ages, uh, we're seeing the impact not only academically, but socially, emotionally. Uh, So Uh, There there is a need for Huntington's all over, which is very important uh, because we get to the root of where the student is. So it might be a student who now is in second grade, but when COVID started, was in kindergarten and lost all the fundamental gaps for phonics and cannot read. Now everyone's also in masks. So how do you see what someone is saying to really learn the vocabulary? Uh, so that's where we come in and we can help. And we do partner with schools and professionals to make sure that we can give every student the best education possible.
0: Yeah. Um, and for a business owner audience, I suspect again, you've you've had the opportunity to be in leadership for a while here. And what would you say that that there's an area of business leadership that that you've worked really hard on, and you feel like you know what I, this has always been a tenant of you know uh, you know your your core philosophy. What could other business owners learn from your um, your tenure?
1: Great question. So it's really a, it's a cultural shift, a culture from moving it from a culture of blame to a culture of collaboration. Mm-hmm. And some folks may think, okay, well, is that real? Is it not? It absolutely is real. When you have folks who are motivated, who when you have folks who are communicating, which is the most essential uh, act that we can do as business, business leaders, then truly anything is possible. So I hope that the audience who's listening to really understand that when fostering a team, when building a team, when building a business, when building a legacy, It's really important to get all the key stakeholders around the table, be it virtually or in person, to ensure that what we are all working towards makes sense. Does it make sense in terms of the mission? Is it a distraction? Is it not? But collaborate. Make sure that everyone has a voice at that table. Uh, So that's the key. And when I started my tenure with Huntington, the culture was more of a culture of of siloed, let me not say blame, because it might be a little bit too dramatic, but a siloed approach where everyone had their marching orders uh, for the department. But then we have to step back and say, okay, how does the department impact positively the entire network? Uh, and so that collaboration culture is one that I stress and I truly believe in for leaders.
0: Yeah. Um, When somebody is uh, a a franchisee uh, with Huntington, um, what is, is it just that, um, you know, they kind of get this business in a box or like how active are you or how active are they, you know, within this community or is it more of a franchise where you're like, here you go, you know, here's, here's the manual, (laughs) you know, make sure you read it thoroughly cover to cover and good luck.
1: We do have a lot of silly, manuals. I- <laughs> Rem- remember, we have been doing this for for many, many decades. So uh, we do have manuals, though they're they're not as as robust as they maybe used to be. We have a tremendous training department, which is actually an award winning department through Training Magazine. We're one of the top train- training training uh, departments and companies. I, it's really up to the franchisee. Our top performers, and right now, as you said, we're recording during o- Omicron. It's January. We have a high achievers training Uh, and our top performers typically now, of course, there are outliers typically are those who participate, who uh, are involved with weekly lunch and learns, who mentor, who uh, go to these different types of specific trainings, who when they have new staff, they bring their staff to our training, which right now everything is virtual, which is great for a small business owner, because it helps with their pocketbook for travel expenses. So the key to success, I would love it that if it's a center in a box, here you go, now make a difference, here are all the procedures. There is a learning curve, of course. That said, many of our top franchisees are not uh, from the education field. Mm. We teach them uh, who they need to hire, and we bring them through a very, very comprehensive training department department, and training process uh, that then uh, through their tenure in the franchise agreements, 10 years, we have some franchisees who have been with us for 30 years uh, and those folks do attend and they make sure that their staff attend. Uh, so it's really up to what the lifestyle of that individual owner, that franchisee wants. Yesterday, we had a panel discussion and one franchisee, not far from you actually in plantation, Pembroke Pines area, he said he he goes in maybe one hour a month uh, within his two centers because he empowers his team, uh, because he makes sure that they're focused on the numbers, that they utilize what the franchisor has. We have a lot of uh, different departments that help make sure that the support is there for that individual owner, be it yeah. help with that initial conference, be it help with different new uh, trainings that we have or instruction. So it's really up to the individual and what uh, that individual wants.
0: Yeah, for some, let's say that there's someone who's, you know, they're running a company and they've been toying with the idea of growth through franchise. any advice that that you'd give um, maybe it's a, you know, and I know you've done some great work for, with female business leaders and, you know, lots of other great work, philanthropic work in your communities. Um, but, you know, someone who's like, and I, you know, we have a great, very profitable company. It seems like something that might be a good fit for a franchise model. What's your advice on that?
1: Oh, a great question. And folks do come to me. I have a few friends who are interested in franchising their models. One, Uh, is actually in the plant business, which during COVID has blossomed tremendously. Uh, My first initial thought process, do you have proof of concept? An idea is just an idea. You need to have proof of concept to show it works. One unit, that means a store or whatever the concept is, or or it could be two. Uh, Within that, do you have very simple, simple I use loosely, but do you have very clear processes and procedures that could be replicated? Uh, that are can be streamlined. Uh, and then I would recommend to get involved in terms of different uh, franchising associations. The one that um, I stress is the International Franchise Association. Look on their website, see what's available in terms of resources, speak with a franchise attorney. Now, just because an attorney is an attorney doesn't mean that they specialize in franchising. So find uh, a franchise attorney And typically, that attorney will have a conversation with you like a consult to to give you some, these are some uh, road, this is a roadmap potentially, or this is what to look for, or this is a great idea, you're probably not ready. So you want to also understand the legal aspect of it. So you want to understand operationally, can it be replicated? Is there proof of concept? What actually the industry is? because it is a specific industry. That's that association, the International Franchise Association. And then also legally, what do you need to know? Because this isn't a, oh, great idea. Go do it. And I'll, I'll see you in, in six months. No, this is a very regulated, uh, very systems-oriented yeah, yeah. Uh, industry. So that, that would be my initial uh, conversation with an individual. Yeah.
0: All right. And Huntington Sharma. Um, so let's go through. Um, so, you know, again, a couple of websites that, uh, that that I'll mention here. So Huntington Helps is kind of the, the consumer facing uh, side of Huntington. Uh, but HuntingtonFranchise.com, um, I like it. You've got a lot of video profiles of franchise owners kind of talking about uh, there. Uh, that's what, what it looks like. But uh, uh, for someone that's interested in learning more, what would you recommend uh, in terms of on, on that particular website?
1: So go on that website and, and give us a call or fill out the lead form. And uh, our great team will get back to you and, and we'll walk you through the process. Uh, we go through our franchise disclosure document. You would meet me uh, at our team Huntington day And we would make sure it's a right fit. This is a relationship that uh, you need to feel comfortable with. And we need to feel comfortable with at the franchisor side, uh, because uh, we want to ensure that uh, Huntington's reputation and legacy and leadership continues uh, as we move forward.
0: Awesome. All right, Anne, and you're also your personal website, anhuntingtonsharma.com. and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Josh.